0: and then want to put Michigan on notice for buying a kid a daggone cheeseburger. Meanwhile, you got kids showing up to national signing days in Lamborghinis and they ain't even taking one snap. How the hell does a 17-year-old afford a Lamborghini and you want to give Harbaugh crap about a cheeseburger? I'm gambling again. On this episode of Bustin' Chops and Callin' Shots, we give you a breakdown of all the college football news. Uh, Nick Saban retires, DeBoer to Alabama, uh, Norvell signs a big extension in Florida State. We talk about all the wildcard games for the weekend, our reactions. We talk all the NFL news, coaching carousel, Belichick interviewing for the Atlanta job, Harbaugh interviewing for Atlanta and the Chargers. Where will they end up? Give you a full breakdown of the division games for the weekend. John gives you some tips and some free plays in his betting corner. You want to bet? i don't bet what do you mean you don't bet i mean i don't bet you are listening to Bustin' chops and Colin shots all right welcome to the show everybody back for another one it was a wild wild card weekend no pun intended uh before we jump into that though john boy how's your week been not bad it's uh really cold and really snowy and i really hate it <laughs> yeah it's hate uh, the cold it's been... weather i heard everything about it gosh such a wuss want to move to florida Or Vegas. Yeah, I can't do Florida. The snakes and the alligators, I'm out. Um, It's been cold here, too, though. Wind chills and the negative double digits. uh, It's been a little brisk. Had a lot of snow. And it won't melt because it's, like, negative 20. So, yeah. It's winter, man. It's this wonderful, magical winter wonderland time of year. You're supposed to love it. No, I hate it. I love the snow, like, around christmas time and all that but like Sorry, now it's Dad. like well look he was all like i like snow on christmas and then i'm done i want spring yeah, i plow it out i want it all plowed and flowers popping up january 2nd Whatever. i like winter i know you love it and it makes no sense You've never seen anything more ridiculous i like spring i like spring and i like i like fall fall and winter my favorites i want, favorites. No, I want 70 to 90 degrees all day every day I want no part of that. it Sounds like hell. Literally. Hell. I don't want, I, don't want, I don't want to do that. Uh anything else going on? Anything exciting? Obviously, it was a interesting weekend of football. Some uh, things we expected, some things we didn't. Oh, well, hey, look. When you go like 33 and 9, I guess you're expecting the bloodbath we had. But hey, I bounced back. I don't back. think you were uh, expecting it necessarily. Uh, huh. but Mon- what happened Monday? Listen, we've moved on. Uh, still uh we went 2-0 and Monday with the Penguins and the Golden Knights. I'm like 43 games over in hockey. I've been red hot in hockey. Yep. But listen, okay, it was a bad weekend, but nobody was throwing me flowers at 33-9. and nine. I did. Right? I so, told you it was so a great job. At the end of the day, as bad as it was, we went from 159 all the way down to 143. We're holding steady at 145. I mean, look. Did it suck? Was it brutal? Yes. Was it all based off of the Dallas Cowboys losing? But it was another great example of how you know, there are no shortcuts Mm-mm. in betting, right? I mean, um you know, and I thought Green Bay could hang in there, but when you're just looking for the easy win, right? Like we had mm-hmm. the Michigan Buffalo Dallas money line parlay for triple and then you know, uh, I was really, the, the thing I was mad about is I had the Texans all week long and then switched at the last minute. Um, and when I saw it pop up that all the sports casters and all had Cleveland, you know, I knew I was done for, Yeah, um, a tough spot, but you know, it, it is what it is, man. Again, I'm 145 games over since April 1st. I'm sorry for the bad weekend, but look, here's the reality. You're not going to find better. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's just, I mean, I sit and I watch these shows. I list to podcasts, and all I hear is loser after loser after loser. Yeah. So I had a bad weekend that I had like a uh, you know oh sixteen run. At least I can admit it. I mean, just think about it. you're oh sixteen and you bounce back to and oh and you're still one forty five over. So you know yeah. is what it is. Yeah, it's. I mean, well, obviously we're going to talk about these games in more detail uh, a little later. Uh, Cowboys, you know. Uh, The Dolphins. Uh, How they haven't fired? It's it's Wednesday morning right now. How in the world they haven't fired Mike McCarthy already? You'll never. You know we're like two days late to the party, right? So everybody's already said their filter stuff. But here's here's the thing: like how they haven't fired McCarthy? You can't take the Dallas Cowboys serious. I mean, I don't think any of us really have taken them seriously for a long time so this isn't anything new um i you know as soon as that game started and uh, the green bay jumped out i was like dallas is in is in pure playoff form baby they are they are right where they always are during the playoffs underachieving and dak prescott
1: Look, How let me tell you something can, about that. You,
0: you cannot give that guy a contract extension. W- I'm sorry. Would everybody please stop? Please. He's your MVP. That's what people were saying before oh my that God, game. Folks, he's the MVP, listen, baby. People are what's the mind. difference in him and Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins is better. What? What's the difference? Guess Kurt what? Cousins being is capable. A great, being a great regular season quarterback, I mean, does nothing for you. Listen. Dak's got as many wins as Baker Mayfield in the playoffs. Hey, Baker looked good, man. I mean, so, you know, all these people, oh, you can't get rid of Dak. You're not going to find better. Really? I think better. CJ Stroud looks pretty good for the Texans. Yep. I think uh, Anthony Richardson, though, I still think he's going to be a flop, looked pretty good. He did. Levis had moments with that. You can't give a guy that you know, here's the thing, well, you know, they can't find better. How do you know until you draft them? It's true. I mean, because they're stuck where Pittsburgh is stuck. You're always going to be right on the fringe. So I guess here's my question. If you're a Dallas fan and you're, first of all, if you're a Dak lover, you're an absolute damn moron. You might be, and if you want to say he's a good quarterback, a great quarterback, I mean, he's, he's average, but everybody wants to put him like this upper echelon, you know nothing about football. You're obviously not watching the same game I'm watching because the guy can't deliver in a pressure situation. I thought they looked better with Cooper Rush. So you can't get, if you give that guy 50 million, your franchise is cooked because where else are you going to spend the money? Like, and here's the other thing. Like we, we talk about this. Look folks, this is the reality of the situation, whether you want to admit it or not, there is Pat Mahomes. There is Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. There is Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. There is. I'll give Lamar his flowers. I can't. He's, know, he's I, been good. I got to give him. You some. know, e- even, though, even though Lamar hasn't performed in the playoffs, a la like Dak, Lamar doesn't hasn't had the roster Dak's had either. Oh, God, not even close. Man. Okay. I mean, the Dallas uh, Lamar Cowboys. Lamar has done more with less. He's done yes, more with less. The Dallas Cowboys have had the best roster in football for the past couple of years. So, if you take those four guys. Right, Mm -hmm. and there's some other guys on the fringe, Matt Stafford, but you know he's old. Justin Herbert with a decent coach Uh, would be pretty uh, gnarly. Herbert has showed flashes, but can he be the that guy? I don't know. So I think Trevor Lawrence the right coach. Trevor Trevor Lawrence has showed flashes. Mm -hmm. Uh, You You know, I'm a big fan, but is he that guy? I don't know. Like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert have both showed flashes of wow, mm-hmm. they can be really good. But yeah. they haven't did enough for me to like jump over the moon, right? Yeah. I was maybe sure. a little premature with Lawrence. Jared Goff, <laughs> he's always bit. gonna Jared Goff's always gonna be a good, you know, guy. But listen, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, folks. After that, everybody's expendable. You're not wrong. Because man. after those four, they all got big-ass question marks or they're mediocre. Right? They're really good. They'll get you to the playoffs. Their best season ever. They may win you a game in the playoffs, but they're not getting you to the dance. No. And they're for damn sure not winning you the dance. No. So I look at what the Green Bay Packers – have did with Jordan Love and all the criticism and all, all the um uh, and I was mummed on it, right? I was like, yep. hey, I don't know if love, yeah. But listen, it it's just like the Chicago Bears. It doesn't yeah. matter if you think Justin Fields can make it with a good offensive coordinator. Yeah. It it doesn't matter. Do you want to give him Daniel Jones money or do you want to draft a guy that you got on a rookie deal for three, four years?
1: Okay.
0: It's like when the Giants are like, "Well, I mean, you know, we look got- what they did when they gave Daniel Jones that money." <laughs> Listen, once you pay a quarterback, if he's not one of those four, your franchise is cooked. And here's no. the reality: you're going to have to beat one of those four to win the Super Bowl for the next decade. Yeah, yeah, probably. The only outlier to those four is the Forty ers because they're just a machine. Yeah, I mean. Right? Offense, that, I mean, yeah, offensively. I've saw Kyle Shanahan win with uh freaking everybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's Purdy now, but I've seen him win with Jimmy G. I've seen him win with Nick Mullins. I've seen him win games with uh, C.J. Beathard. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, I mean, he, he just wins. rolls. Yeah, he just win. so outside of San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, look, I love Justin or uh, Justin uh, or Jalen Hurts. Yep, I think he's a great. Would I've given him all that money? Hell no. Yeah. Like, folks, again, let's think about it. He got benched for Tua, right? And all mm-hmm. the criticism that you guys and uh our buddy Jake and all listen, Tua, oh, never again. You can't give that guy that kind of money. Yeah. You gotta draft another quarterback. And I think, I think Green Bay. You gotta draft it's the greatest and, uh, I example. What the, I forget who said this, but like if you don't have your core if you are not a hundred percent sure you have your quarterback of the future, you draft a quarterback every year. Every single I year. said that. Yeah. I said year. that. Yeah, but there was a coach I think that said it too. Like you draft I mean. one every single year until you hit. Like if you're not if you don't have a Mahomes, a Burrow, an Allen, a Lamar, you're drafting a quarterback every year every single because, year you're drafting one because here's the thing in this and what they pay quarterbacks keeps going up right yeah so whether it's 40 million with daniel jones or now they're talking about having to give dak 55 listen it doesn't matter if they're a top 10 quarterback there's a business side yep we're still not getting to the dance yep. so outside of the four i do think there's next level which is herbert Maybe he's one of those could be one of those dudes. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Maybe he could be one of those dudes. Jalen Hurts. I just don't think he ever will be one of those dudes. I think but, Kirk Cousins can be. Well, no, I think then the next tier is Stafford's old. Mm-hmm. But these are the group of guys that I'm not saying they couldn't get to a Super Bowl, but they need the perfect setup. And, a, and some luck because they're a, a good quarterback, but not great. And in that, I put Kirk Cousins,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? I put Derek Carr. I put mm-hmm. Dak. Uh, I put – um you know, I still I, – I would put Jordan Love in there with Herbert and Lawrence where the jury's still out because he's young. But yeah. that – but the whole – but listen, the whole Derek Carr – Kirk Cousins, Jared Call, Dak Prescott, um who's uh Well, Denver doesn't have a quarterback now. Uh oh, Tua, awesome. Tua, yeah. um Yeah, those guys are all those guys are on the same bucket. They're average. listen, when you start going down through it, there ain't a whole lot of good quarterbacks. So There's I not. get that part of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I get that, but I also think there has to be the reality of the situation, which is okay. That's why you draft one every year. Yep. Keep drafting because Keep I'm firing. gonna have I'm gonna have to beat one of those guys. Oh, C.J. Stroud's another one. I'd put him in there with Trevor Lawrence and Herbert and Hurts and Jordan Love. Yeah. That's like the next year at C.J. Stroud. Those guys get a pass. But listen, Dak, you get no more passes, dude. You can't. Like, you're a really great guy. He should have won NFL Man of the Year last year. He's a great he is. young man. He is a guy you want as a face of your franchise. Like, his never in trouble. He'll just never win you man. a Super Bowl. But he's never going to win the Super Bowl. And it's not that he's never going to win it. He's never even going to be able to get to the championship game to even play for it. Yeah, that's true. So if you're cool with that and you want to give him fifty-five million and know the rest of your team's going to go to hell in a handbasket, and in four years you are eight and nine, seven he, and ten, he can't because he it, can't carry you. He can't win it with that roster. You pay him fifty-five, and that roster gets worse. Yeah, it's not happening. Not no even. No way. No. No way. Yep. No Sorry. way. All right, we're going to obviously talk more about Wild Card Weekend. It was it's an interesting one. Uh, we're going to jump into a little college football news, though. Uh, obviously, a lot going on. Um, John, I know you're heartbroken. St. Nick has hung it up. Uh, you know what? This alone should cause the second American <laughs> Revolution. Shut up. I know. I'm talking. <laughs> the second American Revolutionary War. The NCAA has Man. caused this. The NCAA is trying so hard to kill college football. They are. And why, I say this all the time, why some big company hasn't came in and swooped up the college football playoff and all? It's going to happen. I'm telling you, within five years, the NCAA, they'll be in charge of water polo and freaking field hockey and that's going to be about it yeah and i think i think part of the thing for saban was obviously nil has changed the college landscape i think it started to make college football more like the nfl the i mean the money that's changing hands these kids are making more on nil deals than they're going to make rookie deals in the nfl and i think that like i said do you you have to ask yourself do you truly want college football to be the nfl do you want it to work the same way and i'm i'm fine with nil i want these players to get their money um but well, there's then, no turning then, back now then there's the extreme of it where these kids are making 10 15 20 million dollars a year and that for me that wasn't i don't think that was the point of nil i think we've we've kind of we've overcorrected. I um, mean, and i think partly saban probably looked at it and said look i feel like the landscape of college football is changing. Um, and I just don't, I don't want to play the game anymore. Well, and it's become, it's not just that there is the, all this money's changing hands and there's two investigations out there for Harbaugh. Yeah. I mean, just think about what college football is about to do Mm -hmm. in the span of 30 days. They will have ran off the goat. And let's just be clear, folks, whether you like Alabama or not, whether you like Saban or not, Mm -hmm. whether you think Bill Belichick is washed up and it was all Brady, you think what you want. We will never, and our kids won't see it, our great-grandkids, our great-great-great-grandkids will never see a run run. Like Nick Saban performed in college football and Bill Belichick performed in the NFL. Not a chance. No coach has ever won in seven Super Bowls. Mm-mm. Not happening. No. And no guy is winning six national championship games and playing in like 10 of them. Yep. It's true. I'm right. Arguing. It's never going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And so. In the span of 30 days, the NCAA, as only the NCAA can do, because they're just, (laughs) they are just the epitome. They're like the Dallas Cowboys. No, they're like the. They'll find a way to screw up a wet dream. They're like Washington, D.C., man. Just completely dysfunctional. I mean, they're like, you know what? We just had our greatest college football playoff ever. How? And we're going to 12-team playoff. How can we screw this up? Mm Mm-hmm. And they did. Oh, I know. Let's run off our two greatest. Let's run off the GOAT and the two best coaches in the game right now. Let's do that. You're not wrong. You know what I mean? So it's just, it just blows my mind. I mean, they, I mean, the NCAA should be charged with murder. They're murdering the game of college football. Yeah. Murdering. it, And listen, I'm like you, I'm all about NIL, but here's the thing. You can't roll something out and then not have guardrails. Yeah. And there are no, and then want to put Michigan on notice for buying a kid, a daggone cheeseburger. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got kids showing up to national signing days in Lamborghinis and ain't even taking one snap. How the hell does a 17 year old afford a Lamborghini? And you want to give Harbaugh crap about a cheeseburger. I don't know why they have it out for Harbaugh so bad. I mean, he's on his way. We're going to talk about this later. Obviously, some NFL news. Um, I mean, he's on his way to the NFL. I just, yeah, the college NCAA can't get out of its way. Um, And it's run off to really, really good coaches. Um, Nick, obviously, the best college coach of all time. And then Harbaugh. I mean, what he did for college football, too, is incredibly impressive. So, yeah, I mean, it's tough right now how do you feel though? So Saban leaves, uh, DeBoer, the head coach from Washington will be the new head coach at Alabama. And he is giving Nick Saban a hundred percent access. Nick wants to come in, have a say, be part of that, that kind of advisory role. Um, he's given him that I think, which is obviously smart on DeBoer's part. He's not an idiot, right? If you have that football mind, pick it while you can. um, but I think for what he did in Washington, I think it's a good pickup for Alabama. I think it's a good head coaching selection. What do you think? Um, yeah. big shoes to fill, but I think it, I think you it's know, a good listen, move. You, you you can't deny the job he did at Washington. No. I mean, yeah, you just you can't. Um, I really thought whenever Saban left, it was going to be Dabo, but apparently Dabo's contract is like. Weaved into some disaster if he ever left for Alabama. Yeah. Uh, And then Dabo, I mean, Clemson fell off at the wrong time for him, right? Yeah. Um, Now, Clemson will be back, folks. Dabo, he will be back. They're going to. Yeah. Um, But I am, you know, I don't know. Obviously, Alabama had to move quick, right? Because, again, you do have NIL. You have the transfer portal. I mean, it's just a big thing. But, you know. I, I do say, um, I'm just interested that Lane Kiffin didn't come up. You yeah. know, Sark wanted to say at Texas, which I get, but I just, I guess, I was thinking there was going to be a splash, and the splash just—I mean, happen. again, DeBoer give him his flowers, but it'll, I, I do think it's a great move on his part, allowing. Sa- look, a- when you can get the goat in your building, and mm-hmm. look. Saban built Bama right so um yeah I mean it just it just sucks man it It just like
1: and I get it
0: he was gonna retire at some point in time but getting older man to I love watching Nick blow up on the sidelines like (laughs) I mean (laughs) nobody blows up on the sidelines like Nick Saban does Mm -mm. I mean it's just it's great theater Yep. But now, what about uh, what about your boy? Rumored that if Michigan was to open up, he would be interested. How pissed off you think LSU is right now? I mean, I'm not Brian, surprised. Brian Kelly to Michigan. I think, I think Brian Kelly went down to the SEC and realized he couldn't he couldn't hack it. Just a fact.
1: Oh, I think he's trying you're to get such out. a hater. I think he's trying to get Listen, out. Listen,
0: look, I liked Brian Kelly. I never thought he should have left Notre Dame. I think I thought he was—he's way better than Marcus Freeman. He is. That's why. Okay, I was about to say Brian Kelly's Brian Kelly's one of the top six, seven coaches in college football. I would rather have him at Notre Dame. Um, I think him at Notre Dame with Sam Hartman could have been interesting. Uh, But I think he wants, I mean, obviously the Michigan job is prestigious too. So I get that. He goes back up Midwest. Gets, he does great Midwest, in the Midwest. Cincinnati, he gets out of that Indiana. swamp that is Louisiana. Um, hot man. He's sweaty. But I he mean, he get back do. up North where it's a little chilly. LSU. Uh, LSU does have NFL dudes every year. Yeah. I mean, they so, get dudes. I think that would be, I mean, I think Brian Kelly at Michigan would be a I mean, his, I think he'd be good there in the Big Ten. That's kind of his bread and butter, Midwest. I thought LSU was a weird move for him um, from Jump Street. Obviously, it was a shocking move. I didn't expect him to leave Notre Dame, um, especially after they built him that huge house on campus. Uh, So I was surprised he left. I always thought LSU was a weird move. I didn't think that was the long-term solution for Brian Kelly. We'll not be surprised at all if he ends up at Michigan. Won't be surprised. So just, and I think that would be a good so, move for Michigan. So how do you think DeBoer does in Alabama? What, like, What's your thoughts? I think if you keep Saban close, which it sounds like they're going to. I mean, Saban's going to be able to come in. He doesn't have to be the head coach, but he can come in and, and kind of have some sway. Um, If you keep him close to that program, I think DeBoer, what he did in Washington, I mean, he made them relevant, right? Um, they just... Went to a national championship game. And I think, like I said, the score does not tell the whole story in that game because it was a seven point game late and got out of hand in the last five or six minutes. I mean, that's not really. So I think he did a hell of a job at Washington. I think it's a good pickup for them. I think he's intelligent in knowing that Nick Saban built Alabama. He's still going to be able to lean on Nick for recruiting, he's still going to be able to lean on Nick as a voice in that building. Uh, I think it's a great position for him and understanding that hey I have Nick Saban at my disposal I'm going to use it is smart. I mean some guys would go in there and be cocky and arrogant and be like I want to put my stamp on it. This is my team. This is and that's stupid. Um so he obviously looked at it and was like, "Hey, I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm going to go in here and and be open-minded and be intelligent and I'm still going to let Nick come in and and help me." continue to have this program be one of the best in the country. Smart on his part. And I think it's a good hire. Um, And it shows by him doing that, that Alabama made the right choice. Because if you come in there with that type of mindset from jump street, then Alabama did what they had to do. They replaced Nick with the best option that they had. And somebody that is mentally in the right headspace to lead that, that program forward. My opinion. All right. And then you have – so with him leaving Washington, you have the Arizona coach, Brett Brennan, who did a hell of a job at Arizona. He will head to He Washington. did a heck of a job. Hell of a job, yeah. So, listen, Washington um, – listen, but Washington does this. Greg Peterson, right, from mm-hmm. Boise State, then they yep. get to the Borg. Now, Washington – listen, Washington's athletic department, you know, you get you forget about them because they're in the Northwest, but the Huskies just do a really good job across all sports. They, do. they Volley- do. Volleyball, softball. We talk about that you athletic know, the basketball director what's her name? What's uh, uh I don't remember about but her She's several yeah, she episodes ago. She's phenomenal and she has she Wait, has done a hell, hell of Wait, did she go to USC though? Did she go to USC? I think no. she's still at Washington. But yeah, you're you're right. Either way, like they they do they do a good job. Yep, great job. Uh, so we'll c- talk on a couple more uh, college news before we jump into the NFL. Um, obviously, Sark gets his four-year extension at Texas. He will be there at least through 2030. Um, you know, you were kind of worried Sark was going to lose that job. I think this year, obviously, he did enough to to hang on to it and get an extension. It'll be interesting to see Texas in the SEC. Um, you know, this was by far their best year in the Big 12 in a very, very long time. Um, you know, they had really struggled and then this year obviously get the win head to the college football playoff um so i think i mean smart move for them here's the thing you don't it's just like quarterbacks in the nfl that can win you a super bowl there's not a ton of like really really high caliber coaches either in the nfl or college football like you have the top tier coaches and then you got kind of like the good coaches and then you have underachievers so i mean i think smart for texas to lock it up lock up a coach long term as you go into the sec i think that's a smart move um and then obviously norvell he signs a big eight-year extension with florida state so florida state locks up their coach long term which i yeah, think he's they, done a hell of a job there yeah i mean look i was calling for his head so i'll give him you know i was wrong on norvell and i think it was smart of him i guess his name got thrown in the hat for alabama he's like ah, i want to stay at florida state yep. which listen um, if I was on the sidelines and got to see uh those college girls at oh, Florida dude, State, I'd you're stay such a too. perv. Why? I would stay too. You're such a Sign me up. Man. Um yeah, I think good move for Florida State. I think he's great for that program. Um I think the way he handled not making the playoff this year, classy. Um so yeah, I think good for that program. And like I said, lock up these coaches while you can because there's not a ton of like really, really top tier coaches in college football or the NFL for that matter. So if you got a good one, one that can get you to the college football playoff, you <laughs> keep riding with that guy. Um, and then two um, player notes here. Uh, Shadour Sanders is returning to Colorado. Officially he will be back next season, which I'm not shocked by this. I think prime told both of his sons they were coming back next year. Anyway, So I don't think they necessarily had a choice. Uh, And I think Colorado in the Big 12 next year will be interesting. Look, I think Shador is extremely talented. Colorado just ran into uh, being really small up front on the offensive and defensive line. I think some of that gets corrected with the portal and with um, obviously going in recruiting. So I think that's going to help them quite a bit. I expect Colorado to be very, very good in the Big 12 this year. And Shador, I think, if he has a good season, could be a very, very high draft pick um, in next year's NFL draft. So I think that's a good move for him to stay put. And then Caleb Williams, <laughs> this guy, uh, the saga <laughs> continues for him. So the news out. What did that? What did this Looney Tune do now? So, I feel like every time I turn around, he's doing or saying something stupid. Yeah, he's doing something to make sure he's not a first-round draft pick. Um, he came out and said, I need the Chicago Bears to assure me that they are going to trade out of the number one pick before I decide to declare for the NFL draft. The things that this guy thinks he can demand in the NFL, I cannot wait for this guy to get into an NFL building and for a head coach to rip him a new asshole. Um, Because it's going to happen, folks. Especially if he goes to a franchise with a good coach. There is a reckoning coming, coming for Caleb Williams. Um, and the first time an NFL defensive lineman or linebacker gets a hold of him, going to be a wake up call for Mr. Williams. Uh, this, this just goes to show for me that this kid is not ready to lead an NFL franchise you demand ownership stake in whatever team that drafts you you want the bears to assure that they're going to trade out of their pick or you're not going to declare for the draft somebody needs to put their arm around this young man and give him some words of wisdom and advice before he ruins his career before it ever gets started but i don't i don't understand what his end game is right like what i don't think he does i mean what is he really Trying to achieve—that's—that's that's what I don't understand. I don't either. Like I, I don't understand what what is your—I just don't understand what his mo is. I don't either. I like, like, like I said, like, I'm not what, sure. Like he what does. are you like? I mean, first of all, I think he's going to be a colossal fall on your face. <laughs> oh my God, it's going to be awful. He will be an absolute train wreck. Um, trainer, he's not mature enough. You know, Again, we said he wouldn't be in the league in five years. I will be shocked if this kid's in the league three years after he's drafted. I think he's going to be an epic disaster. Really? I don't uh, think I just, m- mentally he's there. Well, and here's my thing, Chop is, is he going to. Like you were seven and five at USC, and you were supposed to be a national championship contender, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like I saw you late. get, I saw you get outplayed, and I don't want to hear the defense. You still got to put up points. Oh my god! You got god. outplayed by Bo Nix, who I don't think is an NFL quarterback. And then you're making Good all these quarterback, demands. Though. You're making all these demands, and it's like, bro, like he's read his newspaper clippings too. There's no way I'm touching that guy. No way. Not a chance. And if I'm the the Chicago Bears, uh, I'm trading the pick anyway because I pick at four. Yeah. You know, I'm trading it. My worst fear, I'm going to tell you my worst fear, is that Washington gives up two first-round picks plus the number two pick plus two second-rounders because that's what is being rumored to move up one spot. It depends on who the head coach (laughs) is. So if they like go that out, that is get a, my fear. If they get like a Belichick, he's never going to do that. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, it depends on who the head coach is in Washington. Now, I do not think new Washington ownership is in a position year two to mortgage the future like that. I just, I don't think that happens. Also, that first pick's not worth that. Look. If if Washington's mindset is we are going to get Caleb Williams, the Chicago Bears are not going to draft Caleb Williams. They're just not. So I don't think you have anything to be worried about. And I don't think anybody, I mean, I would hope no NFL GM is out there itching to trade up to number one for Caleb Williams. I, I just don't think it's a good move for your franchise. But I mean, who knows? Somebody might be dumb enough to do it. Yeah, I just look at him and I'm like, man. For me, he continues to prove to me why he is not. I mean, man, I don't even know if I draft that kid in the first round. I don't know if I waste my first round draft pick on him. Because if that is his mindset already, God, it's going to be an uphill battle with him. And I well, watched yeah, you're him. not. I You're not going to be able to tell him anything. No, and I watched him play this year, and like everybody was like Caleb Williams, Caleb. I didn't see it. Like, look, the kid's got a good arm. Situational awareness is meh. I mean, sideline presence, locker room presence is not good. Um, you know, he can he can throw the football. I'm not I'm not taking that away from him. Um, but is he does he have the mental capability to dissect and and go against an NFL defense right now like no he doesn't he and the comparisons were made well he's the next Patrick Mahomes well no he's not um mentally he's not on the level i mean i remember reading the story about Andy Reid and them having their meeting with Patrick Mahomes before he even got drafted right and so they send him the playbook. You go you learn the the playbook that they give you and then when you come in for the meeting, they go through it with you to see how much you know. And literally Mahomes was just all over it. knew everything. Able to pick apart schemes and that's from coming from college. Now it has just gotten better in the NFL. Caleb Williams is not on that level. He's not He's not picking apart defensive schemes and memorizing a playbook overnight. They gave Mahomes the playbook the night before the meeting, and he was ready the next day to just burn through it. Like, that's why we put Mahomes and Burrow and Allen. These guys are just able to, they're just, ha- they have a different gear. We're always trying to compare to the top, right? We're always trying the next Tom Brady, the oh, next absolutely. Michael Jordan, the net. We're always. And I think part of it, we do put a ton of pressure on these young, young athletes to perform at a level that one, they may not be capable of, and two, they may just not be there yet. Um, but we put so much pressure, and we this is the next Mahomes, and this is the, we're always trying to find the next big thing, and sometimes that just doesn't exist as often as we think it does. You know, it just doesn't. And I think a lot of pressure has been put on Caleb Williams, and I think he has proven up until this point he cannot handle that pressure. He needs to go to a franchise. I think one of the best things that could happen for him, and it would be humbling, but I think he needs that, right? Is he drops out of the first round. He doesn't get selected in the first round of the draft. Oh, he's going to go in the first round, uh, though. I'm saying the best thing that could happen to him for his career is that he drops out of the first round. He goes to a franchise where he can sit and learn with a strong head coach, somebody who can mentor him, shape him, mold him into the young man he needs to be to lead a franchise. The worst thing that can happen for him is for him to go number 1 and that ego that we already know he has cuz he shows it every chance he gets comes out and his career will be done in three years. He'll be, he won't he will be a starter in the league. Yeah. The best thing that could happen is for him to fall out of the first round and go to a good, competent franchise with a good, strong head coach and a franchise that already has a quarterback that he can sit behind and learn. Because college football and the NFL are two completely different beasts. It might be the same game being played, but not on the same level and i feel like if he goes number 1 and somebody puts him in as a starter in year 1 he's going to get annihilated. Yeah. He's going to get annihilated. And it'll be sad to watch, honestly. It will be. Yeah, i mean when i look at it i just think um i just don't think he's there, chop. He he just hasn't showed he hasn't showed the mental um how do I want to say it hasn't showed the mental fortitude to be like you to be afraid. And we just went through this, right? That's why you had the four guys we talked about. And then we talked about the Mm -hmm. bubble, right? Right. Like there's a reason it's hard. Like you can't even people say 32, there's only 32 of them in the world. Not even all 32 of them are good. No. Right. And then Uh -uh. you run into, like, injuries or whatever. I mean, the Browns have, what, five starting quarterbacks before they get down to Joe Flacco or something? Four or five? they pulled him off the couch at home. Yeah, I mean, he was eating bonbons watching Oprah, and all of a sudden, like, they're like, no, you got to come this way. So, like, there's just so much going on, Hmm. and there's so much you have put on your shoulders as a franchise quarterback, especially – when they when they put you to the level of um what's the word I'm looking for? Like where they give you the keys, right? Like you're a top yeah. five pick, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there is no ease into it. Like you're gonna play no. and yeah. pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And you're expected to produce because the city's pumped, the franchise is pumped, you know, you hear all the well, you know, he's a rookie, there's gonna be growing pains. That lasts till about week four. Then they think yeah. you're. Then they think you're supposed to be an all pro. So I just look at the stress, and I watched him against uh, was it Utah? I don't know. We had him one game on the money line. They were like minus three or something. We took a million, and to watch him at the end of the game, just like wasn't really like it. Just showed me this kid will give up quick. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have it. He's not thick skinned enough. Mm-hmm. He's not mentally tough enough. And He's I'm not sorry. taking you down in the fourth quarter and winning a game. And, and here's the other thing again, you got the I call it the Dr. Pepper curse, right? Because they had DJ, or Lagalea, like, like mm-hmm. whoever gets on them Dr. Pepper commercials, their next season goes hell in a handbasket. Yeah. But I, I look at it and I'm just like, that kid's not mentally tough enough. And he obviously and maybe he did, but it didn't translate on the field, he didn't put the work in. He was no. too busy shooting Dr. Pepper commercials, doing car dealership commercials, because his play dropped off. Yep, absolutely. Dropped off And the you can deny it, and I love talking about talent, but listen, there's been way more guys hit that weren't drafted in the top five, than yep. that hit that were drafted in the top five. 100%. Just a reality, right? Yep. A Burrow, a Peyton Manning, those number one overall guys, they don't hit like that. Like, Pat Mahomes was, in, Mahomes was in that 8 to 15 range, and he probably would have mm-hmm. went 12th or whatever, right? He was kind of like the secret guy everybody was, like, dancing around. Yeah, well, I think the Chiefs Sean traded up Peyton, to get him at fifteen. Uh, 15. Yeah. Sean mm-hmm. Payton was going to take him net like Sean Payton was kind of waiting. Right. But I'm talking about when you're talking about drafting chop, the number one overall pick or a mm-hmm. top three pick, you better make sure he's the guy, because if you miss on a top three draft pick mm-hmm. at quarterback, it sets you back another five, six years. It just does. It just does. does. Yep. It just it does. does. 100 percent. be interesting to see how that one plays out all right we're gonna jump into a little nfl news obviously we have a lot going on here um we'll start at the top obviously the pats and bill belichick have parted ways um bill is saying he wants a project right he wants an underachieving team and franchise he wants to bring did he back say from that the ashes yep um he has mm-hmm. <laughs> imperfectly he interviewed with the atlanta falcons um already um say so hey, look there's no there's, worse uh no worse franchise No, just kidding. No, there's worse than that. Uh there is mutual interest in him in Atlanta, so it'll be interesting to see. I'm sure he will get more interviews. I'm sure Washington, uh LA um so Harbaugh of course is interviewing as well. He has already interviewed with the Chargers and the Falcons. Um so Yeah, the Falcons the Falcons was a little um odd to me. Was it not odd to you? Uh no, no. No, just for the point of the ownership. Um, I think the ownership in Atlanta is really, really good. Um, So not surprised from that aspect. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good, beautiful stadium. Um, I don't know much about the Falcons roster, so I don't want to speak out of turn with that. Um, But I'm not, I mean, I'm not surprised. I I mean, I'm sure these guys are going to interview for all of them, right? I mean, all the big openings, but like Harbaugh, when I look at Harbaugh, I guess my thing is like, why he's going to LA. He's not coming to Washington. You can just let that one go. No, that would listen for him to go to Washington. Well, I say that he might Family's there. Family's extremely important. He might, you, you, you know, let me ask you this. Does Philly move off Sirianni? That was next. I mean, it's down here on my list. Because if they did, does Harbaugh does Harbaugh look at Philly and is like, I don't think Philly. Here's my problem with the Chargers. Right? Is I get I get Herbert, mm-hmm. and I get all that. That roster stack, dude. The roster stack. Filthy. You got owners with money, but here's the the overall problem. You still got Mahomes mm-hmm. for like another 12 13 years yeah, in Kansas anywhere. City, and Denver's coming. Denver is coming. I'm gonna tell hey, you right find now. a quarterback, but yeah, I, I I I'm telling you, yeah, I'm telling you, Denver is coming. Sean Payton. I mean, look at it, dude. They were 500 without a quarterback. Yeah, True. So, do you really want to go that division? Yeah, and 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 again, we just talked about the four quarterbacks mm-hmm. that you have to get through: Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Lamar. They're all in the AFC. Yeah, I would go the NFC. I mean, Washington so like, is for an intriguing. For Belichick, the Falcons make sense because he's like, the NFC South blows. Yep. Like, good move for him, honestly. And that's, a, like, look, they got Drake London, right? They got Kyle Pitch, B. John Robinson, and Algier are beast at running back. Like, he's probably looking at it like, man, if I fix the defense, even with a crappy quarterback, I win that division every year. Mm-hmm. So it's not the worst thing in the world. No. Um, Let me ask you this, though. Belichick to Dallas. There's been a lot of talk about that on TV. What what's your honest thought? Yeah, it's on <clears throat> it's on my list, right? Is Mike McCarthy done in Dallas? Um he should have been fi they shouldn't have let him leave the stadium with his job. Yeah. That's what know, should it. have happened. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. I think you're at a limitation though. I mean <laughs> like he should have walked out to his car. and it been towed from his parking spot and said listen we can't even allow you to have the parking spot to get out of the parking lot yeah which is which is bad because i do think mike mccarthy's a good coach i do um i think dallas is one of those like it's just one of those franchises where you can be a good coach and go there and it doesn't matter it just is going to find a way to fall apart. I don't think I don't think McCarthy keeps his job. I don't think Belichick goes to Dallas because I don't think he wants to ha- deal with Jerry Jones every day. I wouldn't look until Jerry Jones steps back and gets his fingers out of every part of that franchise, they're never winning anything. Like, look, Jerry Jones has done a lot for football. Um I mean but he is the reason why that franchise doesn't have more rings. He is the sole reason why oh, they don't absolutely. have more what, rings. I one hundred percent agree. He with is you. the he is it. Like if you can point to one reason why the Cowboys have underperformed for since the nineties, that's I 100% Jerry Jones. Agree. That's it's So until he can, and we talked about Deboer going to Alabama, right, and having the right mindset. Jerry Jones has to understand he has to take a step back. He cannot go find a hobby, man. Fly fishing, something that takes you away from football. Because if he continues to strangle that franchise like he has for decades, it's not going to, it doesn't matter what coach you bring in. And coaches, I think really good coaches, are looking at that and going, okay, Mike McCarthy's a good head coach. He is. He is a good head coach. He goes there, and the wheels fall off the bus. Why? What's going on? Like Mike McCarthy is should have been one of the best coaches Dallas yeah, has had look, in a while. They, they've had like twelve win seasons, right? So it's not like he's a bad coach. But they, for whatever reason, they can just not win a playoff game. And well, I don't I mean, want to hear got, Tampa. They got absolutely, I mean, from the from the start of that game, the Packers came out and popped them in the mouth. I was shocked. And they never recovered. Were it, you that, shocked? That example, <laughs> part of me was, but then part of yeah. me was like, this is typical Dallas. Well, yeah, exactly. Half, once it was 27 nothing, I was like, well, let me rephrase that. i was I said that backwards. When it came out and they went down 13 nothing, 14 nothing, I was like, this is typical Dallas. But I was waiting for them to explode. Yeah. And then to see Green Bay just constantly keep pouring it on and Dak throwing a pick inside his six. Dak throwing a pick six. like, And then, I mean, listen, I get it. Dan Quinn was the leader in the clubhouse to take the Seattle job. hmm but i mean after that performance is that like does that get you an nfl head coaching job hey 41 i mean granted 27 of it was his fault 14 of it was dax but it's like your defense just got ripped by the yep. youngest team to win a playoff game in nfl history i think what happened it reminded me a little bit of last year's college football playoff right tcu came out and popped michigan in the mouth early they Just They were amped up. They were ready to go. Michigan was not ready. And TCU popped them and then could never just get going again. Like like stunned them. And that's exactly what happened with Dallas. Green Bay came out. They landed a beautiful right hook. And Dallas just could not get back in the fight. And then you have Dak that, look, what Dak is going to do in times of pressure, he's going to throw interceptions. That's what Dak Prescott does. When his back's against the wall, Dak's throwing a pick, baby. It's just what he does consistently all the time. So I don't think I don't think Belichick goes to Dallas. I don't think he wants to hit to deal with Jerry Jones. I hear they are friends like in their personal lives. However, I don't think he wants any part of that charade every day. I don't think he wants any part of Jerry Jones coming in and standing over his shoulder and trying to dictate what decisions he makes within that franchise. Now, with that a caveat, if Jerry Jones says, look, I'll step back. This is your team. I don't have any input. I don't have any say. This is you. 100%. I'm taking a step back. We're going to try something a little different. Then maybe you could convince a Bill Belichick to come there. But if that's not in the fine print, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. So you think it's a no? It's a no for me unless things fundamentally change within that organization. I just I don't I don't see it. I think Bill would have a better chance of going to Atlanta with a great ownership who does is gonna let him take that team and do what he wants with it. Um, I think he's in a better spot there. Or in LA. Um, going to the Chargers if hardball doesn't roll there. Dallas has a problem. Dallas has a Jerry Jones problem. And until they solve that problem, man, it's gonna be hard to wanna to get these old veteran coaches to wanna to go there. Like you got Mike McCarthy to go there. Um, but now after people have watched what has transpired with that, I I mean they were talking about Mike McCarthy's job last year and he won a playoff game last year and then they got boat raced. Right. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think you're going to get a veteran coach that wants to go there and deal with that, that circus. Now, like I said, if Jerry changes his mind and decides he's going to be an owner and not try to be an owner, a GM and a head coach, maybe, but until that changes, Dallas is going nowhere. Um, And yes, I was surprised that Green Bay hopped out there as quick as they did. But then part of me, I was waiting for it. Like, I didn't look at the score until it was what, like 14, 20, 21, nothing, maybe 21, Mm -hmm. nothing. And I didn't look at the score specifically because I just had this feeling Dallas was going to get was going to lose because it's what Dallas does in the playoffs. I'm not shocked by it at all. It's what they do. Um, and green Bay down the stretch, man. I mean, Jordan love kind of came into his own. He got comfortable in that offense. That green Bay defense is pretty good. Um, so not shocked by it. There was nothing. I'll say there was nothing really that shocked me. Um, that shocked me this weekend. Too much. I mean, it was a crazy weekend for some of the stuff, but I wasn't super shocked by anything. We'll jump to a couple more here, though. Um, I mean, do you think? So, so real goes quick, to Dallas? No, I don't. I think it would be a perfect marriage. Like, give him that roster. If Jerry can stay out of it, though, that's the that's the whole point. That's the whole key. If Jerry won't stay out, then pff, Bill's not going there, man. He's not dealing with that headache. Why? I guess what I'm thinking is like, if you're Dallas, why do you keep McCarthy? Well, it's kind of like we talk about on here a lot, right? Who are you going to go get better? If you can't, if Harbaugh won't go there and Belichick won't go there, who are you going to get? Who's better? I mean, McCarthy's at least got you to the playoffs every year. He's been there. Who's better? That's the problem with, and and the, the mindset is, you know, ah, man, we can fire this coach. Grass is greener. It doesn't always happen. Nine times out of 10, it doesn't. So I get, I get the, like in the, the knee jerk reaction after a loss like that, especially for a franchise, like the Cowboys is, ah, we got to fire the head coach my question that came out of that more than Mike McCarthy is Dak Prescott's not the quarterback of the future. We got to go find a quarterback. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, you you can't give him 55 million. You just can't. No. So for me, the bigger thing that came out of that game was solidifying what I already knew, which was Dak Prescott is never going to win you the big game. And if you give him in a contract extension, you're an idiot. Like he's not the guy. Let him go somewhere else and let somebody else give it to him. Because if I'm the Cowboys, I am telling Dak Prescott's agent yesterday, two days ago, right after the game, yeah, we're we're not going to retain you. Um, I think he has one year left on his contract. You want to play that one out, there will be no contract extension. And I'm going to go find a quarterback because Dak is not it. And you can have all the media heads that talk, ah, he's the MVP, he's the bullshit. He's not. He's not. Look, and I went back and looked at the at the Cowboys record throughout the year and the scoring, like how many points they put up. Dak wasn't lighting the world on fire, folks. Like, go back and look at the stats. He wasn't lighting the world on fire. So I would if I was Dallas, I'd go find a quarterback before I fired Mike McCarthy. Go find a quarterback. So you quarterback. would wait. So you would keep McCarthy and let that go. Uh, for me, I would if if I cannot lure a Harbaugh or a Belichick, the only two people I am I am replacing Mike McCarthy with at this point is a Bill Belichick or a Harbaugh. What about Belichick to the Falcons? And it's rumored he's taking Kirk Cousins there with him. That's mm, That'd be tough. Look, you Kirk like, doesn't like get the respect he deserves. Um, he told the Vikings that he would take a hometown discount to stay in Minnesota. And I think it's been crickets. I mean, no, Belich- they, they want to move on. Uh, listen, I think Minnesota but who are you going is- to go get better. That's the Well, question. you draft a quarterback. You draft a quarterback. So draft a quarterback and let them learn behind Cousins. Uh, Honestly, uh, they need to try to do a sign-and-trade with Justin Jefferson and get get a top-ten pick. Yeah, that would help. That would help. Yeah, I mean, mean, Belichick and Cousins in Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta showed some flashes. I think there's a lot of talent on that roster. You had a quarterback and you had a really, really good head coach. And then, I mean, Bill's going to be able to attract coordinators. And, and like I said, the ownership group in Atlanta is very, very good. That might be a good spot. Yeah, Arthur Blank, he does a good job. All yeah. right, so Harbaugh, you're sold on the Chargers. You don't see any credence of him asking Michigan he wants immunity for if they were I good. don't think he goes back to Michigan. I, I did see the immunity thing um but i don't think he goes back to michigan man i just i don't see it i just don't okay i think he could go to washington because it keeps him in the same area as the family and i know that's extremely important also puts him in the nfc and if he can just draft a good a decent quarterback i mean the nfc east is always up for grabs it just is it's it, it's been up for grabs forever so, if you can put it together a decent team, you could win that division. Yeah. So. All right, we're going to jump in a couple more here. All right, um, hold on. Real, real quick. Washington, who do they get? If you're smart, I think you get Harbaugh. All right, I, let's say Har. Well, yeah, but let's say Harbaugh is off the table. Who do you go get? Good God almighty. Um... Now, listen, the kid, the guy that Washington hired to be the GM, the old San Francisco 49ers exec, mm-hmm. was yep. he there when Harbaugh was there? Ooh, probably. He probably was. Hmm. All like, right. Harbaugh to Washington makes sense, And they there? I mean, they traded away some pieces, but I think that franchise has some talent. Uh, you got top draft, but you just got to hit on the quarterback. Or you go there and bring back Kirk Cousins. All right, let's move on. All right, this coaching stuff's making my head hurt. <laughs> uh, Steelers. Um, Mike Tomlin kind of told the players he will be there for twenty twenty four. The Steelers have not made an official announcement. I don't well, understand. I mean, why, why wouldn't they? I don't why, understand why this, this one. I I don't. I don't understand how Tomlin's job's in jeopardy anyway. I don't think it was in jeopardy. I thought like he was going to be able to just maybe he wanted to change a kind of like the Sean Payton thing, right? Uh, Like you're beloved. You had a good run, but listen, I need a year to recharge the jets. And look, the Steelers are in that horrible place. Kind of like Dallas. Like I said, Kirk Cousins makes a lot of sense. You can't actually Kirk Cousins makes a ton of sense. With that offense, baby. And defense, like, yeah I mean because yeah actually Kirk Cousins makes a lot of sense at Pittsburgh yeah uh uh-huh. actually that's a great call on your yeah. part yeah um, that, I mean with those weapons and then that defense and Mike Tomlin. Make I Steelers could win a Super Bowl. I mean, because here's the problem: Steelers, the Seahawks are in this, right? I think the Seahawks got yeah maybe Pete Carroll leaving Seattle. Se- Seahawks got one of the best rosters in football. Yeah. I was but shocked. She- that one shocked me more than anything. I, yeah, I was I really was, surprised. And well, Carroll said it's not football people making the decisions or whatever. Well, it is in Seattle. So, but you know. Uh Seattle, Pittsburgh, Dallas, they all got the same problem. You got these great rosters, but you don't have a quarterback. I mean, Dak's way better than what Seattle or Pittsburgh has. But if you're Seattle or Pittsburgh, better? I don't y'all, I say yeah, way better. Dak's way better than anything Pittsburgh or Seattle's got. Let's be well, real. Pittsburgh, Geno Smith or I mean Pittsburgh. Come on. I, sure. Listen, as much as I beat Dak up, I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna slight the man and say he's in the same boat with Pittsburgh's quarterback trio or seattle's freaking geno smith love affair him and drew lock dumb and dumber over there um so yeah they're in that spot where you if you're making the playoffs or you're just missing it you're in no man's land right you can't get a high enough draft pick to get a good quarterback so you just keep drafting kenny Picketts or or off the wall guys trying to hope you hit on something yeah sure yeah, no, Kirk Cousins in Pittsburgh makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Tomlin, the only the only way he leaves Pittsburgh or should leave, in my opinion, is if he decides he wants to. Like, his job should never be in jeopardy. The dude's made the playoffs. Like, how many win I don't think he's – he's never had a losing season. Ever. Tom, huh? yeah. He's never had one. So, I mean, I don't – Careful what you wish for on that one. All right, two uh, NFL news things, and then we'll hop to wild card weekend recap and then our divisional breakdown. So, uh, Saints fire their offensive coordinator. I think they probably John should fire have head- yeah. uh, fired their head coach, too. How yeah. does Dennis Allen keep surviving? I don't know. He must know I mean, that, dirt on like, somebody. Listen, New Orleans just needs to go all in. Fire Allen, hire Gruden as the head coach. Yeah, But Gruden's apparently the front runner to get the OC job. What do you think about that? I mean, it takes the whole, like, having to be a head coach thing off of him, and now he can just go play with the offense. That makes sense. Because hmm. I'm sure he didn't. The Raiders had to pay him a ton of money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. like, he ain't hurting.
0: Um, he can just by go the way. OC. By the way, Vegas Raiders, stop being stupid. Hire Antonio Pierce. He deserves the job. One hundred percent. Want him to have yep. the job. Give the man the job. Absolutely. And again, John uh uh Jim Harbaugh, classic. He's such a classic guy. Do you see the uh social media posts him holding up the paper? Uh-huh. Just hire Pierce, baby. You know, Al Davis had the just win, baby. Uh, yeah. He said, Raiders, just hire Pierce, baby. Yeah. Like basically saying, Listen, don't concern me for the job. I'm not going there. You have your coach hiring. I mean, he I thought that was classic. He one hundred percent earned that job. Like proved that he can be a head coach and he should be the head coach of the Raiders. There's no questions asked. You have your coach. Don't be an idiot and screw it up. You know what I mean? Like be smart. Uh, and then the other one, uh, Jason Kelsey, um, center for the Eagles has announced he will retire. Um, so Mm -hmm. it's been kind of talked about for the last couple of years, whether or not he would step away. Um, yeah, him crying on the sidelines, man. I was like, I, that hurts. Um, I mean, he will go down as one of the best centers of all time. He's a first ballot hall of famer. Um, I mean, he, he was dominant at that position. Um, so sad to see him go. I know he's got a lot of things, obviously outside of football with podcasts and other opportunities. So I'm sure he's, he's 36 as a center, you know? Got a great family, time to step away and, and do something different. I expect to see him back in some type of coaching capacity, though. Um definitely back as something to do with football. But yeah, end of an era for for him in Philly. Um what he what he did for the center position. I mean, he he was dominant. Um so sad to see him go. Sad to see it end like that. Uh that was tough. That was tough to watch. So um yeah. wish him all the best in retirement. I'm sure he's got some cool stuff lined up. All right, we're going to jump into a little wild card weekend recap. We're just going to run through these games really quick, quick thoughts, and then we're going to break down the divisional games. Um, So obviously the first one on Saturday was Browns at Texans. Um, I'm so mad at myself. This one surprised me a little bit just at how dominant Houston was from start to finish. Um, I expected Cleveland, especially with that defense, as good as it's been um, to kind of keep this game closer. Um, but man, Houston came out firing and they just never took their foot off the gas. Um, which I mean, kudos to them. Um, Stroud, I mean, we talked about him before the season started. We had some question marks, right? Uh, but he has played extremely well. Um, uh, seems like a great young man, got his head on his shoulders. Uh, and I think there's great, great things coming for that franchise. If he can stay. Stay healthy. So for this one, 24 14 in halftime, obviously Houston up ten. Um, and then the thing that really got this one all out of whack was back to back pick sixes from Cleveland. Um that's gonna hurt you anytime. Um but man, well, listen, that really just put Joe, it out of reach. Joe Flacco is 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 commendable as a job as he did. He was out of the league for a reason, right? Right, so like, you know what I mean? I mean, I I get it. I mean, Flacco came in there knocking down the doors. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, uh, they were they were he was moving the ball though. Like the the one pick six he threw was in he was in Houston territory. Um, and then the other one that's where I mean, you're supposed to be. He was he was close to the. I mean, so they were moving the football with the offense. He just you know made a couple mistakes late, and then. Yeah, just could never kind of bail himself out of it. Um, but yeah, i I was impressed with with Houston. I thought Stroud played really, really well. Uh, I thought I thought Stroud played, I'm with you. I thought I mean, listen, CJ Stroud, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the first ever good quarterback to come out of Ohio State. CJ yep. Stroud, and you know I love D'Amico Rines. You mm-hmm. know I'm a D'Amico Rines guy. Like they're just Coach getting of the year. started. Oh, yeah. listen, if he doesn't get coach of the year, they need to stop the award. Just yeah, stop it. Agree with that 100%. I mean, what Houston is doing right now is so amazing. And look, I like them plus the nine. Oh, I love them plus the nine. Absolutely. I mean, I I, I don't think Baltimore is going to blow them out. I don't either. I think Ryan's in that defense will keep it close. I think, you know... um, I think it'll be very low scoring, but I think they'll find a way. Uh, I think Houston could win that game outright. Uh, no, no, no. They're not going to win the game. I, th- I said I think they could. I didn't say no, they no, were, but they could. Not gonna I wouldn't be game. surprised. Baltimore's not going to fall. Not not, not this week. Baltimore will fall next week. Okay, um, We'll go to the next one here. Uh, obviously, <laughs> Dolphins at Chiefs. It was interesting because we had oh, the Dol- oh, look. Oh, wait, hold on, up. hold on, hold on. We had the Dolphins and some stuff, and the game was getting That's ready to I kick look. off. And I, me and my wife were sitting on the couch watching. And I, uh, I looked at her and I was like, "I just have a funny feeling. The Chiefs are gonna are gonna beat the Dolphins by a fair amount here. Uh, I don't think this game's gonna be close." And you could see it. Um, it was extremely cold, like almost negative thirty. Um, It didn't seem like it phased the Chiefs at all. They did not care about the weather. The defense was flying around. I mean, just laying the absolute hammer on Miami's offense. And then the the Chiefs offense kind of came alive a little bit. Rasheed Rice, uh, 130 yards. Kelsey got going a little bit. Pacheco uh, running like he's mad at the ground. Um, And they did just enough. And I was talking to... um, a buddy of mine for the chiefs, the recipe here is if you can get to 24 with that defense, you'll win the football game like that's the recipe for the chiefs going forward twenty four points I don't know about twenty four I think that's a little I, that's Have you watched that defense play? You have two lockdown uh, corners and Sneed and McDuffie, one on either side. the linebacking core and Bolton gay. And then that defensive line, Amenahue, Jones, Carloftis, buddy. Uh, I mean, they're nasty. They are the number they two are ranked nasty. defense in the NFL. Browns were number one. Uh Chiefs are the number two ranked. Chiefs are the best defense left, statistically. Yeah. I like I like their defense. I just think And looking back on it, um, it didn't look like Miami wanted to be there at all. Like they didn't look like they wanted any part of that. Listen, we again, let's preface what we had. We had Miami plus 14 and a half. Right. Right. I still liked it. So, and Tua missed a lot of throws. It was more of looking back on it. Listen, uh, in the cold, it was just. I got too cute. I got too cute with the pick. I should have just said, "Look, Chiefs are winning in this game, Mm -hmm. right?" And the and the worst thing is, I was so pissed off about Dallas. I had Lions money line and Bucks plus three and a half written down. Didn't play them. Didn't give them out because I was so pissed off at how the Miami Dallas thing went. Right. Yeah. And I couldn't give those the lines and bucks out as double units because then, you know, it looks like I'm like. Which I need to not even worry. Again, I'm 145 over. I need to not give a damn. What and anybody I tell thinks. you, just keep um, firing. The worst thing you can do is to let up. Like if you like games, give them out. Yeah, because those could be the um, ones we win. So you got to yeah, just keep just, firing. Yeah, I just got to keep firing. But I think Kansas City is in a really bad spot now because of going to Buffalo. Okay. I know, you think they're going to go up there and beat them, but it's not No, here's happen. the thing. I don't but think on, Buffalo is the home field advantage people think it is. People go into Buffalo and win all the time. I don't think it's it's the environment that people, I mean, it's cold up there. They have that as an advantage. But if you look historically over the last few seasons, playing at home has not benefited the Bills a ton. Like, they've lost I, some big games at home. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And I understand Josh Allen versus Mahomes. It's split three to three right now. Right. I understand it. Here's the problem for Kansas City Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid mm-hmm. are both in the same spot with their tenure in Kansas City. It is the first ever road playoff game of their careers in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, not for Reed, but for Mahomes. Yes, when did when was Reed on the road? Uh, it had to be the, the road, first either. year with Alex Smith. But yeah, they it was the first they year with Alex. No, they lost to the Titans at home. Remember? I thought you they were there. played on the road too. Well, yeah, was maybe Mario
1: they play. Then. Maybe you're How right. Maybe Mario they played Houston. To
0: himself, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you're right. Maybe they did play. Maybe I they played. played They played the Colts on the road. You're right. The Colts? I think they played Houston on the road, too, because remember Smith went in and they shellacked Houston. All right, so Andy Reid played a road playoff game in Kansas City eight years ago. Yeah, it's been a bit. (laughs) This is Pat Mahomes' first with by far his worst offense. Right. But he's been better on the road this year than at home. And and the Chiefs are playing a team – that is very capable of beating them. These teams, even oh, yeah. in Kansas, Kansas City's been the best team in the NFL the past three years, and Buffalo has still been the best matchup with them. Hmm. And Buffalo's doing something they haven't did before, which is run the football. Right. Right. And at the end of it, here is the separate, I mean, this game's gonna go right down to the wire. Oh, no minute, neither one. But here is the separator, okay? At the end of the day, I believe the best playmaker, and again, let me preface what I'm about to say. No, Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, hands down. But we know this. I take this back to the Giants with the Eli Manning run, winning three road playoff games and knocking off the Patriots uh-huh. in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. The playoffs is about who gets hot at the right time. Right. And it's about matchups. Okay. Buffalo has been in playoff mode for eight weeks. Right. They played a defense that is just as good or almost as good as the Chiefs last week. Not without TJ Watt. No. It's not even close. Let me finish. This game is going to be close. I trust the way the Bills have been playing and everybody has a time. Mm-hmm. This is Josh Allen's time. If the Buffalo Bills, who I wrote them off, I had written off, you I had said. But listen, you know what I've learned? Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yeah. This is Allen's time on the. So if he has the ball last, the Chiefs' defense isn't going to stop him. I Here's, know you're Homer about it, but they're okay. not not in Buffalo and not right now. Here's okay. the flip side. Let me finish my thought. Here's the flip side in all the years past, even with 13 seconds left, I would say if Pat Mahomes has the ball last, you're cooked. Yeah. Pat Mahomes can't beat him this year. He doesn't have the weapons. It's not Mahomes' fault. Kelsey is MIA in between Taylor Swift's butt cheeks right now. (laughs) It's not that bad. And I mean, Mahomes, Kelsey is screaming to Mahomes. You and me are never, ever getting back together. Right? Oh, God. And here's the thing. I love this Rice kid. He's good. He, he's he really got good. potential. But listen, here's the thing. Mahomes doesn't have the help. Now, I do think there is a path for the Chiefs to win the game. And it is to snap the ball with one second left on the play clock starting the first drive of the game, Mm -hmm. and Isaiah Pacheco to carry the ball 45 times. Yep. If you look at this stat line, and Pat Mahomes, as great as he is, first ballot Hall of Famer, best quarterback in the league, if his stat line has him throwing the ball over 28 times, the Chiefs are losing. So Mm -hmm. keep that on your ticker, folks. If Pat Mahomes throws this ball more than 28 times, they're losing. Not because Pat Mahomes, it's his first road playoff game. Not because he's a choke artist. None of it. Because he doesn't have the people that can catch the freaking ball. Yeah. Even if he puts it in between the numbers. Yeah. Here's my thing. And it's easy. Here's one last thing. We look at this. Oh, the Chiefs blew out Miami. You want to talk about a team decimated. Yeah, it's true. With injuries. But you look at at the The defense, too. They're decimated my, by injuries. Uh, listen, they got Miller back They're, Listen, Buffalo's time is right now. You say in that. the name of Chris Berman. Okay. This is the year. Are you going to let me talk? Finally, or are you just going to keep that? The Buffalo bills and the San Francisco 49ers meeting the Super Bowl? We've been waiting since 1990. All right. I got you. This is the year. My turn. The Chiefs go into Buffalo and knock off the Bills, and they will because march the to forward. another Super. No, I'm not. Here's, oh my look god! At, listen to me. Look at Buffalo's defense. Not good. I mean, they are decimated by injuries, just like the Dolphins are. Josh Allen just came off a three touchdown performance against the Steelers, and the Steelers looked decent in that. That was a seven point game at one point. He didn't. He didn't run away from Pittsburgh's defense, and that was without T.J. Watt. Like, they weren't putting any pressure on Allen at all, right? He also just came off a three-touchdown game where he didn't throw an interception. How often does Josh Allen have games back-to-back where he doesn't throw picks? And the Chiefs' defense is much better than the Steelers' defense this year. If he turns the ball over like Josh Allen likes to do, him and Dak, under pressure, they love to throw interceptions. It's what they do. If he throws picks against this Chiefs defense... I cannot believe you're going to put him in the same category as Dak Prescott. I'm not, but he... That just goes to show how much of a homer you I'm are. Not, I'm not saying... Do I think the Bills can win this game? Absolutely. They're at home. They're dangerous. Anybody left in the AFC can win this weekend. The, any Any team. My questions are always going to be, is Josh Allen going to play turnover-free football? And if he turns the ball over multiple times against the Chiefs defense, Mahomes, who I know doesn't have a lot of weapons, is still really, really good and competent enough to make him pay for those mistakes. I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it probably comes down to a field goal at the end. I just have a sneaky suspicion, and it's not just because I'm a Chiefs fan. It's looking at everything that the Chiefs find a way to go to Buffalo and win this game. Look, in these situations, Mahomes in the playoffs, when it's on the line, has proved time and time again that he is able to get it done in the big moments. He's been there. He's won two Super Bowls. He knows what it takes. Allen, when he's gotten to the playoffs, has slipped, and he's got a lot of times beaten by Mahomes. So, I just have a feeling that Mahomes gets this done. Um, I think it's a close game. I think the line right now is what two and a half. Um, i I think this is the game of the weekend. I cannot wait to watch it. But I think counting- I'm having tacos. Right, I don't know. What homemade tacos. I think counting out Patrick Mahomes this weekend is a mistake, um, and I think oh, every, I, mean, I think I everybody's on the Bills. Everybody's saying it's their year. You're not the only one saying it. Yeah, but I'm the only one that matters. Just be careful. I, I'm. I think the Chiefs' defense is not getting the respect it deserves. That unit is nasty. No, I think they're great. Listen, I think they're great. I think everything you said about Josh Allen in Pittsburgh, I just want to preface that you say the same thing about Miami. They're playing a beat-up Miami team that, like, lost their four best defensive players. No, I get completely saying. And the Chiefs still couldn't get the ball in the end zone most of the game. I'm not taking that away. I mean, like, if they kick field goals against Buffalo, it's lights out. But at the end of it, I don't think it's a hot, like everybody's expecting this high scoring game. No, 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 no. I, I mean, look, this at the, is, look at the last time they played each other this year. What was it? 2017? I, I think at max, it's like the Rams, Lions, 24, 23. Like I, yeah. I would be, I would be really surprised if either one of these teams hit 27. Yeah. I think this is a 24, 20. 24 21 type, yeah. Game. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, oddball score ish 20 to 16, 21. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, I think it, but listen, I just think if Buffalo doesn't win this game, like, if not now, when? Yeah, here's the and, other question. And the if, Chiefs, and this is the weakest the Chiefs have ever been. Mm-hmm. The one guy you could count on to go off and carry the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey. Everybody has finally did what I said to do. It's not Double and triple with. team do. They're double. Tra- like, Kelsey's maybe going to catch four balls. Yep. Maybe. Here's my question. If the Chiefs beat the Bills this weekend,
1: they are go they the back in the Super Bowl? Huh? The,
0: winner of the, the winner of this game goes to Super Bowl. So the Chiefs could have their those Neither the Ravens nor Texans are beating Buffalo or Kansas City this year. So you're telling me the Chiefs could have their worst offense they've ever had and get back to the Super Bowl? Well, it's how things line up, right? Yep. Like, like things just listen. Chiefs, I'll say, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year somehow, it will be their defense that wins them the football game.
1: Well, they're not, gonna gonna the
0: they're not going to win. They're not going to win it. So let's slow I think down. If Let's come on. Yeah. Anything can happen. Um, we didn't think that Cowboys would lose to the Packers either. But here yeah, we go. Yeah. But, you know, Cowboys got Dak Prescott, Chiefs got Pat Mahomes. There's a big difference there, bud. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just yeah. saying, I'm just saying at some point in time, like you said, Dallas always reverberates back to Dallas. Right. What if the Chiefs get there and win it, though? With this being their worst roster? I'm just saying if. Oh my if. gosh, I'm, you're such a homer. No, I love I'm just, you with all my heart, I'm but not, you are I'm, such a homer. I'm asking you a question. If this is their worst roster they've ever had under Patrick Mahomes, it would be the and they worst, still get there and win it. It would be the worst thing that could ever happen to the Chiefs nation. Why? Because then they would say, oh, Rice played well. Yeah, we don't need receivers anymore. We can just yeah, run that it. Back. Could <laughs> right? like, that could be a problem. Right? Th- like there's a price to pay with winning. Look at New England. Like, there's a yep. price that is paid. Yep. Um, and and listen, money changes people and arrogance changes people. Yep. No, I got so like there there is a uh I mean, I just think, listen, whoever wins this game's going to the Super Bowl because I think Houston's too young. Um, and I think I just can't envision Lamar winning back to back games to get in the Super Bowl. Uh, and when you look back, like they've been on this heater where they've t- torched some good teams, but then you wonder, like, how good are they? Yeah. Right. Sure. Does that Miami win look as good now? Yeah. The San Francisco win, is that really a, I mean, was that just an outlier? Um, Any given. Now, I will say this about Houston and Green Bay, right? Having two young teams, two young like they don't know what they don't know. So there's no pressure. Like they're playing with house money. It's true. So I mean, like Houston, they got to be thinking, well, so what if we go in there and get beat by 20? Like nobody's expecting us really to win anyway. That's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, so we can just let it rip, skip. We're gonna blitz Lamar. We're gonna CJ Stroud's gonna throw bombs. And if we get beat by 20, look. We won the division. We we had the second worst record in the NFL, and we won the South, and we won a home playoff game. Whatever happens in Baltimore happens. It's like true. you know what I mean. So yeah. that's scary. That, that's why that, I said that, I could see Houston upsetting the. I I would not shock me. Wouldn't shock me. It's playoff that, football that, man. That would shock me. Wouldn't shock me. That would, I don't. It wouldn't shock me if it's close. I, I listen. I'm going to give out Houston plus the points. It's just. I would like it to get the nine and a half to buy the hook, lay the dollar 25 plus 10. Um, we're I mean, going to play. 10. We're going to have Houston, but um, yeah, it's interesting, man. All right. All right. We're going to, I just think it's Buff- Buffalo and San Francisco in the name of Chris Berman. All right i think the chiefs get it done this weekend all right we'll, we'll jump to that here in a second though Uh let's talk about these last couple wild card games and then we're going to kind of run through the divisional a little quick all right uh rams lions lions get the win 24 23 this one could not have been any closer Uh great game uh detroit finds a way at the end to kind of squeak one out but i mean the rams with with how the rams started all the injuries they had and then how they came on late and played uh, i mean If you keep Stafford around, McVay stays there. I mean, the Rams have some pieces to come back here next year and make another run. Yeah, I mean, uh, Puka Nakua and Cup. I like that. You can add if you could add like a big physical receiver. Go with now. Tyler Higby torn ACL. He's going to have surgery. Um, I really like it. Look, McVay's re-energized, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, For the Rams. I mean, now they may lose Raheem Morris, the D coordinator. That's a little scary. but look the Rams, the Rams are gonna be formidable, yep, right absolutely. I mean, and again, it just goes back to beginning of the year, you rewind that beautiful bean footage. I was on the Rams and you and AJ were laughing at me. you know, I had a guy, a buddy he's not even a better buddy from the past hadn't heard from him in a long time, Robbie from Louisville, Kentucky. love you, Robbie. I know he listens um he texts me and he's like, man, you called Dallas beginning of the year. You said they were, you're a genius, and I'm like, Robbie, if you ain't knew, I lost like nine units on the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> but it just goes to show <clears throat> that I just need to not be persuaded because I said the Rams, y'all laughed at me. And roll it back. What did I say would be the NFC Championship game? I said it would be San Francisco Detroit or San Francisco Minnesota. Now you Minnesota did. didn't work out. Minnesota, <laughs> uh, it's nailed. But Opensale. I mean, you lost Kirk Cousins with an ACL, and they came out. Th- I mean, they couldn't protect him early. But the, the defense, defense did turn around with they, Flores, they like I they said, did. it would. They got yeah. So got um, listen, Detroit. Listen, I, I don't know about laying six. I think you lay minus one sixty. Uh, these money line parlays. You know, when you try to take shortcuts, you get burned, and I don't try do to just them, play them straight. But listen, uh, I I am partial to the Lions 49ers money line parlay minus 160. I think both of them advance. I called it before the year. I called Houston, uh, and yet I still took Cleveland. I got bit in the butt. I said Dak was a loser. I got bit in the butt. So listen 49ers Lions money line parlay minus 160, double unit that's the free play on the podcast I'm probably gonna give out Houston it's just a matter of, I want to get 10 right um so if it's nine nine and a half okay I'll buy the hook by one maybe it touches 10 and I buy it to plus ten and a half I'm gonna buy a half somewhere along I'd the buy line it to ten and a half anyway um but I like Houston in that spot I do too uh that's Green Bay San Francisco I have no opinion other than we're getting ready to talk about those so let's oh. keep it in line come on all right, navigate. We have a cadence on this show. Jesus. All right, last wild card game we're going to talk about and then we'll go to division. Buccaneers Eagles. Uh man, Baker Mayfield, uh 22 of 36, 337 3 touchdowns. The Eagles never made it off the bus. Um yeah, Tampa just rolled. Um I had a sneaky suspicion that Tampa would win this game. So I'm not super surprised by it. I did think it would be closer. I didn't think it would be uh, the route that it turned into um kudos to Tampa i mean they were able to to get it done um they looked like they were going to have an awful season get baker to come in and i mean down the stretch here baker mayfield's look pretty good um obviously big win for him in the playoffs after all he's been through the last couple of years uh i hate I to see this for the eagles uh, i don't know what it means for siriani i don't think you move off of him after I mean, the dude was just in the Super Bowl last year. Um, I know people have unrealistic expectations. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any reason to move off Sirianni. He had, yeah, late. It kind of started to fall apart. Um, but I think you let him come back and see what this team can do next year. Um, but I, I can't say that I'm uber surprised by how this one turned out. Um, as far as the Bucks winning, I am surprised, though, that it was not a closer game for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think – I didn't think – I like Tampa plus the three and a half. To me, the Eagles, it was just you lost five out of six. What's going to change all of a sudden? Yeah. And again, if you rewind, I said this at the beginning of the year and everybody was like, oh, Philly's 10-1. and At some point in time, and I said this, I said before the season, I said during the season. At some point in time, losing both coordinators and then seeing what – uh, Gannon, how hard the Cardinals were playing and how they yep. were in games. And then Shane Steichen, what he did with the Colts, almost making the playoffs with Minshew and that mm-hmm. roster. Yeah. Um, I said, look, those coordinators are darn good. Like you just can't replace that and just not lose a beat. Like that's just, that's unrealistic to expect that out of any team. It just is. Yeah. Um, So when I look at that, right, I just say, man, you know, I think that for, I I think that for Philly, you got to stick with Sirianni, right? Like now, unless you knew for a fact, Jim Harbaugh would take the job, right? Because Jim Harbaugh is going to walk into the NFL and be one of the top five coaches the minute he hits the door. True. True. Because he's already proved it. He's already won everywhere he's at. Give him a six-year deal, and whatever happens positive in the first two years, you just take that as gravy. But you know by year three, he's going to have you getting a playoff win. Yep. Right? It's kind of like I said with the Chiefs, the worst thing that could happen is they have success this year because then they think they don't need a receiver, and then Sean Payton's going to find a quarterback – and all of a sudden, Denver's winning the division next year. They only finished two games behind them this year. Just, yeah. And I, with I Russell mean, Wilson. So Denver's coming mm-hmm. and the Chargers roster, now that they don't have two 12 year olds coaching it, the Chiefs are in trouble if they don't upgrade the offense. And I think they will. I, I think they've learned their lesson. Well, I think Chris just, Jones leaves. I think, unfortunately, Willie Gaze to that, leave. That's another thing. You talk about that defense, you can't just replace Chris Jones. Karloftis has been pretty good, though. He is not Chris Jones. I'm not saying... He doesn't have to be. You're Chris Jones... And this is what we talked about earlier. You're I, We need to find Listen, the next Chris Jones. Chris Jones, Micah Parsons, and TJ Watt. Those three dudes are in that. a league of their own. I get that. But... They don't grow on trees. You don't have to find another Chris Jones. You can find some pieces that can give you good production. Like... You don't have to have Chris Jones. It's, it's not a must. Um, all right, let's jump into some of these divisional games real quick. We're going to run through these kind of quick because I know you got to get off to the Chippendales uh, for your interview. So uh, we'll jump in here. Texans at Ravens. Uh, Baltimore minus eight. We already said we like the Texans. Uh, you see some of this is uh, Baltimore minus nine. This line moves around. I'm sure it's going to continue to move around as we get closer to the weekend. Um, I like the Texans plus the points here, though. I think they come in. um, The Ravens, I think, are a good team, um, but I think they're beatable. Like I've said, I think anybody left in the AFC can win this weekend. It will not shock me any outcome of this weekend. Um, The only one that would shock me is if the Bills and or the Chiefs blow one another out. I don't see that. Uh, But as far as winning the game, any of the four teams that are left can win. You think so? I think the Texans can beat the Ravens. I think the Bills and Chiefs can beat one other. The Ravens can beat the Texans. Yeah, I, I think any of these four teams right. can win. No, I, I'm I'm pretty set on I'm pretty set on it's going to be the winner of Bills Chiefs. I can't see the Texans or Ravens in the Super Bowl. No, I I can't see them them in the Super Bowl. I can see them winning this weekend though. Whoever wins this oh, yeah, weekend, yeah. there will be no surprises. Uh, No. Okay. I agree with that. Sorry. Yep. No, not to the super bowl. I don't think the Texans are are headed to the super bowl. All right. We'll look at the next one. Packers 49ers right now. Uh, San Fran, the line I can see is minus eight. Um, San Fran wins this game. Uh, I think the Packers had a really, really good game last weekend. I don't know if they can put up. No, I know they cannot put up the same type of offensive production against that 49 er defense. That's a whole different ball game. Um, I could see a lower scoring game here, though. I don't necessarily know if the 49ers just absolutely walk away and put up 40. Um, I could see it be a seven, ten point game within reason. I don't I don't think it's a blowout. Hmm. Okay. Uh I think uh, what do you like Green Bay plus 10 or you like San Francisco laying the 10? I would take Green Bay plus the points. That's that's why I'm leaning. It's I, playoff my, football. Typically, typically these are close games. You don't see a lot of blowouts in the playoffs. Like last week we saw two of them, well, three of them. But the, the Chiefs won, yes, they won 26-7, but I think that one wasn't as glaring as the Packers just put an absolute world of hurt on the Cowboys and the Texans demolished well that one ends up being late too I mean that was really a closer game until the back to back pick sixes so really there shouldn't have been any blowouts other than the Packers Cowboys typically playoff games are close I'd rather have the points I would love love Texans and Packers in a teaser I'm gonna go Here's my liens. My liens are Texans plus 10. Mm-hmm. Packers line is sitting at 9.5. I'd buy the whole point. Actually, I'd lay a $1.35 in both. Give me the Texans, buy the point, the plus 10.5. Buy the point in Green Bay, plus 10 and a half. Yep. And Bills money line, minus 142. Lions. Uh, Lions are going to win the game, but I'm not laying six, six and a half. I'm not. Yeah, I don't it. like the only one. I'm not there. laying point. and And I don't. Um, I just think it's the Lions. T- I think it's Lions Niners again. I called it beginning of the year. I'm not going to get myself off of it now. Um, but I don't like either side in that game straight. The only one I disagree on, and you're going to call me a homer. But oh, yeah. I, the chiefs. I, I would I play insurance is I would either tease the bills or I would tease the chiefs. First of all, because it's going to be a three or four point game. I learned this with the Cowboys, and it was a huge mistake in that 10 pointer. Instead of taking Green Bay up to 17 and a half, I took Buffalo or took Dallas plus three because I was like, Dallas isn't losing the game. Again, gambling 101, never have a teaser and take it across zero the other way. You either take the dog up the points or you're trying to get a favorite down. And you're like, well, if you would get a favorite at minus one, why wouldn't you take the favorite plus two and a half? Because it's a dead number, you're better teasing the dog up, right? Yep. And teasers typically they work with dogs. Didn't work out this past weekend as much, but for us anyway. But it would have worked in almost it would have worked in every game except. So yeah, it so worked here's in one. every game except the Dolphins. Here's one:
1: to one do one a ten pointer,
0: do Kansas City, Houston, and Green Bay. I could subscribe to that. I mean, you get Green Bay at 19.5. You get Houston at 19.5. And, and it puts the Chiefs at 12.5. 12 Great value. Great value there because I think these games are fairly I could get down with that. I could get down with that. Yeah. I like that one. I could get down with that. I could get down with that. All right. And then we'll look at the last couple here. Um, of course, my iPad decides to turn off on me. Here we go. All right, you already have talked we've talked about the Bills and Chiefs. We don't need to bore people anymore. Uh you think the Bills win. I think the Chiefs win. I think it's a close game, three or four points max. This is not going to be a blowout one way or the other. This is going to be a very, very close game. These teams always play each other close. They played each other close earlier this year. Um at Arrowhead, the Bills got the win. Um that's another thing. It's hard to beat a team twice in one year. Just saying. It's tough. That's that's an old rumor that's blah. That's one of your sayings. Don't be you're nah. such a Chiefs hater. You are a hater. As I'm much not as I'm a you hater. Call me, as much as you call me a Chiefs homer, you are a Chiefs hater We're, through and through. I got Everybody hates you, success.
1: Hate me because you
0: hate me, baby. Listen, you remember when I was in elementary school, right? You remember my book bag I had, right? Oh, I don't want to talk about it was the old. Even though I was a big Redskins fan, who was my other team when I was a little kid? Buffalo. I had the red Buffalo Bills book bookback. I was a huge. Yeah, Jim I remember Kelly. the Flutie flakes box you had. Yeah, Jim Kelly, Steve Tasker, Don Beebe, Andre Reed, James Lofton, Derek Ta- Darryl Talley, Tally, oh. Cornelius Bennett, Bruce Smith, uh, Mark Kelso. I like like I was a huge. How did I was they a huge not win guy. a title? So let me ask you. I oh, know freaking I remember crying when they lost the Giants and I won the Redskins against them, and then I had to watch Dallas thump them twice. Um, but look, I mean, just from my childhood, would you be upset if the Bills beat the Chiefs? Would you be upset if the rest of the way I was decked out in Bills gear? No, no, not at all. Look. The bills are. A I'm great going team. to Orchard Park. You, they start building the new stadium. I'm going to Orchard Park next September for a game. I can't go in November, December. It's way too darn cold. I'm not sure why you're not going this weekend. Well, there's money's an issue. A. And B, <laughs> it's I'm not going and sitting there in my listen. Was. I saw Andy Reid's mustache. That was incredible. Man, I want no parts of that life. Okay? It didn't seem like it phased him much. He's, I'll uh, watch it from the friendly confines yeah. of my warm, cozy home, yeah. eating homemade tacos. Yeah, those cheeseburgers kept Andy nice and insulated. He uh, he didn't seem like the weather bothered him much. He was yeah. uh, I-, I will be eating Chef look Joe's full tacos. On Walrus. What'd you say? I'll be eating Chef Joe's tacos. Hey, there you go. Uh, yeah, no, I won't be mad at you. I I, I do think. I just have a sneaky suspicion the Chiefs get a win here. And if they beat the Bills, they're back in the Super Bowl, which it boggles my mind how as bad as their offense has been, how that is even oh. can, When we come on next week, can you just not come on and make excuses when they lose? Can you at least give me that? No. I mean, look, if they if they lose this game, it will be due to the same thing that caused them to lose a bunch of games this year, offensive production and drop passes. So I can say it now. And I won't say a thing unless there's just some MVS. There was a hilarious play on Saturday night. Mahomes hit MVS on a slant, and MVS caught it. And they they panned Mahomes' face, and his eyes were big, like he was shocked. Scantling held onto the football too. I was dying laughing, like he was like, "Whoa." All right. But then he dropped another somewhere he I did. can't remember. I was like, he man, did. that guy just. Hardman had two touchdowns if he would have just paid attention to where the football was, like, I don't know, looked at all or gave any type of effort. It, they're, they're probably two touchdowns. I mean, that game was probably out of hand early if McCall Hardman acts like he's capable listen, of playing football at all. Freaking, again, listen to a bunch of people, and I'm like, oh. McCole Harmon, they're like you know those losers on espn bet they got he was good there. last year man he and they was. were like they were like yeah McCole Harmon over 13 and a half receiving yards i'm like you yeah, know what makes a lot of sense <laughs> he's just got one guess first drive of the game a little three yards i'm like all right i only need 11 more <laughs> yards this is an easy winner maybe espn did get something right yeah, no nope, like- didn't catch another damn ball the rest of the game He should have had a a 60-yard bomb for a touchdown uh, if he just gets his head around it. Lost the football game. How I could ever think that that buzzard could do anything right. The Chiefs, Scantling was so good last year. Hardman, before he got hurt, was so good last year. Like, they need to burn some sage in that locker room or something because those guys, they played well last year. They suck this year. Shocking. All right. We've we've talked enough about that. All right. Last one for the weekend. Buccaneers, Lions. Lions minus six and a half at home. Call me crazy. No, no. I like the don't Bucs plus the points. Don't do it. I like the Bucs plus the points. I think it's a close game. I don't think Detroit's blowing out Tampa. Uh if I had to play it, I would take the Bucs. But I just I have a conviction the Lions are gonna win. Oh, yeah, they win the game. I mean, I just unless, have a commit unless and Baker shakes bakes it and oh my god, finds Baker Mayfield. I mean, that guy just will not get out of my What life. if he He is like the he, psycho ex-girlfriend that just will not leave me alone. Yeah, we got what her here. Haven't uh, seen her if, for 3 years and all of a sudden she pops up one night as you walk outside the bar like What if they go Just to will not leave you alone. What if they go up to Detroit and Baker gets the win though? How crazy would that be? Be nuts. Absolutely nuts. I think the Lions win the game though. I mean, can you really envision a Super Bowl that was like Tampa Bay, Houston? I mean, the NFL would commit <laughs> suicide. Hey, Super Bowl in Vegas, and we got Houston and Tampa Bay. Ta-da! <laughs> like Could be fun. Who knows? <laughs> Super Bowl, anything. You know. That's like the that's like the awkward <laughs> never mind. That's about what I'll get. Let it strong. go. All right all right to roll <laughs> off into the sunset here john's betting corner what you got you already gave us a couple plays we talked about a houston kansas city green bay 10 pointer which i love you um, talked about that i didn't talk about that you cannot tell me that's not great value uh, i went I 2-0 you. in soccer last week so uh, uh, Well, i love the buffalo bills on the money line folks uh and i, do not, and I will not be betting that uh, um I like that. I like the Houston Texans. I just if I can get over ten. Um, and look, I like I like a, I like a I like going both ways. I, I believe Detroit's going to win the game. I can see a San Francisco Detroit money line parlay minus one sixty. I can also see. Typically, I play seven point teasers, right? But just where the line's kind of at, you could actually get the whole even money six point teaser. I like uh, lines minus a half with probably uh, Green Bay plus 15 and a half. You kind of hedge off, right? Mm-hmm. So the Niner game, you're going to win. It's just a matter of you need Detroit to win. You pick up two two wins there. Um, I just think Detroit's too much for Tampa Bay. And I think Detroit's – that place is going to be jacked. If Detroit was going to get knocked off, it would have been last week. Um, and then I think that sets up Detroit-San Francisco – And I think we have Buffalo going to Baltimore, and I think those are your championship games next week. And I'm going to say if that is the case, Baltimore is going to be a three, three three-and-a-half point favorite at home against the Bills. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say San Francisco is probably laying four-and-a-half, four to Detroit. I'd say that's fair, yeah. I'd say that's right within. We'll see how close I am. All right. And if it turns out to be anything else, I'm out. All right. Sounds good. So far, everybody, 70% of the bets are on the Packers plus the points. That's what scares me. You get these trendy dogs. Just scares me. Yeah. Because right. San Francisco. <laughs> last thing I'll say. I would be really surprised if San Francisco doesn't win the Super Bowl this year. I know Mahomes has left, Allen's left, Jackson's left, and I say, but San Francisco is just such a machine um and i know everybody's like oh well baltimore handed it to him eh, some any, nights any it's just given a bad Sunday. night yeah I, you know and plus that's on christmas like you know mm-hmm. i mean i don't know gotta i gotta keep just, purdy healthy yeah i i just now if purdy uh, goes down there in trouble i'm looking here tampa bay and detroit detroit 58 percent of the bets uh Bucks forty-two percent of the bets, the line's setting at six, but seventy-two percent of the money, all the money is on Detroit at seventy-two percent, twenty-eight percent of the handle on Tampa Bay. Uh, but again, My I think Tampa. the line I'm not laying six, uh, but I the Lions, I, I think it's Lions, Niners, and I think it's Bills Ravens. All right. All right, well that's the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Obviously, a little longer, but man, so much to cover with college football in the NFL. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Stay warm wherever you are. Snow and cold weather all across the U.S. So stay nice and cozy. Um, We'll be back with another episode for you all next week. Enjoy the divisional round. I think we got some really, really great games this weekend. Um, And go check us out, uh, bccsports.com. If you have any questions you want us to answer on the show next week, info at bccsports.com. Uh, and wherever you get your podcast, if you haven't left us a review and you enjoy the show, uh, go out there, Spotify, Apple, leave us a, a rating and a review helps us out a ton. Uh, but thank you so much for the support. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend. God bless. And we'll be back next week.